Iran condemns the UK's move to declare the Palestinian resistance movement Hamas a terrorist organization. Iran's foreign minister says rights of Palestinians cannot be trampled on by distorting facts. Hossein Amir Abdullahian says holding a referendum among the indigenous residents of Palestine is the only political solution for the Palestinian issue. Hamas also condemned the UK's move as a crime against the Palestinian people. The British Home Office's decision to consider Hamas a terrorist organization is a crime against our Palestinian people and all their history of a struggle, as well as a condemnation of the legitimate struggles of all free peoples against colonialism. This decision, if implemented, is considered a great political, moral, and legal sin committed by Britain, in addition to its first crime of establishing the Zionist entity and making the ball for declaration. The spokesman said Britain's move encourages the Israeli regime to continue its atrocities against Palestinians. The UK's decision adds the political wing of Hamas to an existing ban on its military wing. Under the changes, any act of support for Hamas will be punishable by up to 14 years in prison. London has cited what it calls the movement's, quote, significant terrorist capability including access to extensive and sophisticated weaponry. This is while the group has been using its weapons to defend the Gaza Strip against Israeli aggression. Ryan Dawson is a writer and activist joining us from Osaka. Ryan Dawson, welcome. So you have a government that's been uh, democratically elected in this tiny uh, strip called the Gaza Strip. Um, and, and then you have this uh, labeling, again, by Western um, countries in particular, you're having the UK here designated as a terrorist organization. Uh, why, why are they focused on, on this and going to this extent when they can focus on Israel, for example, and uh, do something about the violations of human rights that exist there from uh, Israeli forces on the ground? Right. I mean, the, the reason there is a Gaza Strip in West Bank is because of the giant annexation that created the state of Israel, which was created through terrorist gangs, through the Ergun and Stern gang, Haganah and Palmach, which committed acts of terrorism against Britain, including the sinking of the SS Patria, which murdered over 200 people, including uh, mostly Jews on that boat that were trying to leave Palestine. Uh, that were killed by terrorists. So they're not concerned about the Israeli aggression, the blockade on Gaza, the annexation, ongoing colonization of the West Bank. That doesn't matter. And it's really doublespeak when they cite capabilities to do terrorism. Having weapons, which all states have, including Britain, which has nuclear bombs, so does Israel, is going to give you the capability to do terrorism, but how can you possibly have the capability to defend yourself without also having the capability to go on the offense? Of course you're going to have that. Society and capabilities means nothing. Not, there is no threat of Gaza invading Israel. Gaza is, last time, was what, who defended uh, their people. It was Hamas that defended Gaza from Israeli incursions. Israel is attacking Gaza Strip with F-15s. Uh, and sophisticated armored vehicles and uh, a modern army and air force and, and of course the navy blockaded blowing up fishing boats and things gaza doesn't have an air force they don't have a navy all they have is hamas uh the weapons that they're citing are really insignificant compared to what the israelis throw upon them 
And the Israelis have engaged in acts of terrorism. They're not on the defense when they go and blow up universities, blow up uh, agricultural centers, uh, and arrest people, and detain them without charges, without trial. That's a terrorist state uh, with very sophisticated weapons and beyond capabilities, actions that have already happened and have been happening for decades. So if you're going to allow one state to have uh, simultaneously pretend like they want peace, yet they're colonizing their neighbors and annexing territory, uh, shooting children, and arresting people without charges, and then on the other side, you have people who have finally acquired some guns and make homemade rockets to try and fight back a, a modern army. It's a ridiculous scenario. I mean, Hamas is a political wing. They're democratically elected. Uh, and then they have weapons. Every country does. And this, the reason that Britain is doing this is because of Israeli pressure groups, obviously. I mean, that's the reason. It's not because it makes sense. It's not because it's rational. It's because there's a massive uh, Zionist lobby uh, that fills the pockets of British politicians so they cater to their demands. Zero to do with justice. Uh, and, and really, they're not worried about terrorism. Britain helped finance and armed terrorists in Iraq and Syria. They weren't bothered by that, but they're bothered by Hamas. So I'm reading through some of the things that this would actually do, and uh, one of, I wasn't aware of this, uh, that uh, if this bid is successful, which it, it seems like it's going to be, then flying Hamas's flag, arranging to meet its members, or wearing clothing supporting the group will be outlawed, and you can be put uh, into prison for that. You know, it's uh, it's really interesting that uh, when when you have the, when you have the violations that take place by Israel, it doesn't go to this extent uh, by the European Union, by the U.S., nor from the U.K. At this case in point, um, d d does do these uh, well the European Union as a whole and and the U.K. and the U.S. Do they see? Uh, can't they see how this may uh, have the opposite effect when it comes to the sentiments of Palestinians against Israel? Yeah, they're overplaying their hand, and you can look at all the UN resolutions Israel's already violating, and yet there's no consequences for them. They routinely say stop building settlements, and they just do it anyway. They double down, so they, they never have any consequences for their actions. And it's something, too, because you see a lot in Western media of all this uh, crusade against racism, supposedly, right? They talk about race where it's not a problem, like in Kyle Rittenhouse. He defended himself from terrorist thugs that tried to kill him. But they don't care about race when there are Jewish-only colonies being built in the West Bank and territory in Gaza that they occupied for up until 2005. That kind of racism doesn't bother them. It's only when they make it up. They use it as a weapon when it's convenient for their political party, then they'll use that and, and accuse people of being neo-Nazis and white supremacists when they're not. And yet the people who actually act like that don't have any consequences. The people that really do have ethnic supremacy and an attitude like that and build settlements exclusively for their group, don't face any consequences. The U.S. and the U.K. continue to send them money. The root of this conflict is the occupation. Israel, if you want peace, Israel has to change. Gaza is in desperation mode. They have no other leverage. Of course they're going to get weapons. If they don't, the only consequences Israel ever faces is from Hamas. They might get hit with a rocket. That's the only reason, the only resistance left. Indeed. Thank you very much for that. Brian Dawson there, writer and activist from Osaka. Many thanks.